You are listening to 1252 Sports Entertainment. Parental discretion may be advised. Woo! It's about that time. Fat Mike, Chicago Sports. (laughs) Yeah. Finally here, finally here. Shot City Sports is right here. Updates on news, get it here. The rumors, cause we keep it real. Sit back, relax, sugar beer, one of them nights. Hey, this is Carmen DeFalco from ESPN Chicago, and you're listening to the Fat Mike Sports Show. Hey, this is Dave Richard from CBS Sports, and you're listening to the Fat Mike Chicago Sports Show. Hi, this is Jesse Rogers from the Fat Mike Chicago Sports Show. Hey, everyone, I'm Scott Merkin, the longtime White Sox beat writer for MLB.com and proud graduate of the University of Michigan. You're listening to me on the Fat Mike Chicago Sports Show. This is Chuck Arkline, and you are listening to the Fat Mike Chicago Sports Show. It's the best. Hey, what's up? This is Greg Braggs Jr. from Braggs in the Stands. You're listening to my guys on the Fat Mike Chicago Sports Show. Boom! Hey everyone, Fred Hilfner from ESPN 1000. Great to be on the Fat Mike Chicago Sports Show. I'm Dan Zaborski, senior writer for Fangraphs, and you're listening to Fat Mike Chicago Sports Show. I'm JJ Stankovitz from NBCSportsChicago.com and the Undercenter Podcast, and you're listening to the Fat Mike Chicago Sports Show. Hey, Sparkle. You know what I listen to? It's the Fat Mike Chicago Sports Show with my guy, Fat Mike. Did you listen anywhere else? No jock. Listen to Fat Mike and the Fat. Oh, 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 we're back, Angelo. We are back for another Fat Mike Chicago Sports Show. Welcome, everybody, to the Fat Mike Chicago Sports Show. I am your host. Fat Mike, and with me as always is my heterosexual life mate, this man in the Cubs bandana, Angelo Ace Camacho. What's going on, Angelo? How we doing today, bud? Oh man, I hurt my back sweeping today. You know, uh, me too. Me too. Sweeping up, sweep sweeping up those Padres Sweeping the today. fathers this weekend. The sweeping the fathers this week, man. What a great week! What a great week! Before we kick into everything, though, guys, really quick, I want to say first and foremost, this show. And pretty much all the shows are not possible on 1252 without the sponsorships of Nick and Ivy Brewing Company, the Jonathan Darren team out in out, uh, Coldwell Banker Real Estate Group out in Homer Glen, Mark Berardi and Associates also out in Homer Glen, and also White Oak Farm Venue out in uh, Michigan City, Indiana. Uh, thank you guys for being a part of this, and thank you for everything that you guys do for us. But uh, we'll touch note on that a little bit later, Angelo. Give thanks. Give thanks. Say thank you, Angelo. Thank you, Angelo. I'm thank you, kidding. Angelo. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. But, yeah, no, talk about a huge, huge, what, three weeks for our yeah. Chicago Cubs. I believe here, the Cubs are 15 out of the last 19 games. Man, it's something sweet. And it, for uh, a team that we were shitting on, uh, that I, well, um, let me see. Time out. Let me eat crow a little bit, all right, uh, that I was shitting on, all right? I didn't think this team was going to be anything at all this year. And this team is really surprising me. And it's the most exciting this team has been since yeah. 2017 for me. Like, honestly, I, I've been on the edge of my seat here. Craig Kimbrell's pitching good. The fucking bullpen has been lights out. You got guys like like uh, this this dude, Patrick Wisdom, going yeah, for Just coming out of nowhere, right? 
All Listen, of these guys. Guy that's been everywhere and anywhere, and this guy's hitting the shit out of the ball. Yep. All right, you, you got the, this kid, Alcantara, that, this number 51, this left-handed bet that they got. I really like the way this kid's been playing. Can play outfield, can play second base. I really like this dude. Uh, Ortega, he blows. All right, but, you know, like I don't like that dude. I don't like uh, Pajama Higgins. I, uh, I, I, what surprised me the most this far into the season is Craig Kimbrell, right? Oh, man. Last year, awesome. he was terrible. It yep. was like every single time he would take the mound, you knew he was going to give up runs. He started to get a little better towards the end of last season, and that has just carried into this year. Last night, his stuff was filthy, man. The pitching that he's been doing over the last month especially, the Cubs' bullpen hasn't allowed a run, I think, in the last month. They're the best bullpen right. in baseball right now. Right. And who would have thought that going into this season? Well, listen, I mean – I like this Chafin kid. Justin Steele got hurt, which was a bad get for the Cubs. Mm-hmm. I mean, that that, that sucked because that kid was pitching off of his ass. This Winkler guy has been absolutely amazing. Rex Brothers, if he if he gets brought in on a non-dirty inning, meaning guys on base, he's fucking lights out. This Cubs yep. team is very, very impressive right now. And like you just said, Angelo, Craig Kimbrell has has been fucking open shutting the door down man he yep. has been awesome he has been locking that thing with five locks he is a lockdown reliever right now and you ate crow a little bit so i'm going to eat it chris yep. bryant this year mm-hmm. i was i was so mm-hmm. sure this dude was finished mm-hmm. he is hitting at 317 right now i believe is his batting average 12 home runs 36 rbis like He's MVP caliber Chris Bryant right now. Right now, yeah. I mean, I, and I have to, I have to do the same exact thing because I, I was the, I was the same guy. It's like, okay, it's either put up or shut up, Chris Bryant. You got to see. I said this when we were talking about it at the beginning of the year. You, you got to come out here and show us if you're worth this money. Show us if you're worth your next contract. And I've always been that guy. I mean, I don't know how many times I've said it that he had not been the same player since he's gotten hit in the head. Right. Yep. All right, and yeah, we've now this year, plenty of times. Yeah, I mean, we, I mean, literally, we have talked about that almost every single time we talk yeah. about the Cubs. We always bring up Chris Bryant. Is it time to get rid of him? And this, you know, he has really come out to shine this year. He has been absolutely phenomenal. Yeah, with this Cubs team this year, his 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 batting average, his on base, his OPS, he's been unbelievable for this Cubs team right now. Yeah, it's, they still uh, need some more bop though. They need they, Anthony Rizzo to be a hundred percent healthy. They do. He's played pretty well since coming back from that back injury, though. Two, you know, it's only I been mean, two games. He went two for four right. last night. He had a nice double today, Oppo. Yeah. I mean, so, I mean it looks like two runs. After being out with his back injury history, you know, y- y- you like to see him come back and actually make an impact right away. Right. Which is, which is something important. Javi also, all of a sudden, the fans are back in the stands, and this guy's feeding off that energy, oh. and he's playing well. Like, yeah. They talked monster, about it. Monster two-run homer again today. Yeah. And that's monster two-run homer for, for they, Javi they, today. They were talking about it on ESPN 1000, you know, since Tuesday, well, yesterday, uh, about what are the Cubs going to do, right? Because all of a sudden you find yourself in first place in the division when this team was supposed to be at the bottom of this division at mm-hmm. this point, right? You trade you Darvish. 
you get rid of uh, Kyle Schwarber, you, leave, you move on on all these pieces, you, you, you're expecting nothing from this team, and now you're in first place. So what do you do? Right. So this is my question to you. That's what, I'm glad you're bringing this up, and I'm glad you're swaying this way here. If the Cubs are up at the at the deadline, if they're up, say let's just let's call it even. Let's say if they if they're up three and a half games at the deadline mm-hmm. or before the deadline, do you think they're white flagging this team? No, I so all right. Okay, we so have this discussion. We have this discussion a lot, like like we did with the Bears. What they will do, what they should do, what the Cubs will do, and what they should do. They should stick to the plan, right? The plan right. was you need to get younger. You need to get the farm system built back up. But I don't know how you stick to that plan with where if this you're team in is right now. Well, right. We, we talked about this last week too, though, Angela. If you are in first place, all right, at the deadline, if you're in first place, we talked about this. Do you really believe that this team has enough to go on a championship push? <laughs> Uh no, no. This I bullpen, don't listen. This bullpen is not going to hold up. All right, as much as they've been fan, I mean, listen, they've been fucking wonderful. They have been unbelievable. This I, it's year. insane. The last month and a half of baseball, they have been lights out. Okay, but at the, I mean, I, I just, I don't get it. I, I don't understand. This team was supposed to be nothing, right? We went into this dog shit, and Zach Davies, his last three starts have been awesome. Trevor Williams before he had before he had an emergency appendectomy and he had had to get his stomach cut open. All right, he was pretty good his last couple starts. You know, I don't want to. I don't want to brag. I want to say something really quick, and I'm I'm going to call my buddy Paul here really quick too. My buddy Paul Ivanik. All right, him and I have been watching Adbert Azale pitch his fucking balls off Mm -hmm. for the last month and a half. He has been absolutely awesome the last month. He's been fantastic. That dude throws – he throws a vicious, disgusting, nasty slider, 40% of his pitches. You should know what's coming, guys. Opposing teams, you should know what's coming. It's going to be the slider, and you guys cannot touch it. And he comes off and breaks off a 96-mile-an-hour two-seamer right off in your ass, yeah. and that's awesome, dude. He has been phenomenal. Now, I love Adbert Azalea. Jake Arrieta, on the other hand – I was just about to get into that. There are areas to be concerned yes. about this team. You need another starter. Hendricks has not performed well this he's year. Been he's been good had, his last couple starts. He's had a few okay starts. It's he's not been his good his last couple starts. He's had some okay starts. He's not as as. It doesn't seem like he's as locked in as he has been. I don't know if that's just because people have batters have kind of smartened up to him. You know, they look for. He's not going to blow you away with speed, right? right. We talked about this right. before. Nobody on this staff really is. Arietta looked okay in the beginning of the year. He's starting to to slip a little bit. Like we just talked about going into the deadline, right? What would you be willing to give up to mm. get one of those ace starting type prospects? Because I don't think you're going to get an ace no MLB player. No, no, no. You're gonna have but to I, get a prospect. You can get, and I've been talking about this a lot with you know with other people that you know we we follow other people that follow baseball just like we do, Andrew. Right. I think if you if you're going out into this at the deadline, everybody's gonna be clamoring at your zipper for Craig Kimbrell. 
because everybody, especially all these for sure locked in playoff teams. Right. And if you're a for sure sell team at the deadline, whether you're up three or down three, if you're for sure selling at the deadline, Craig Kimbrell is the piece that you can sell for a big haul back. Yes. Okay. Whether it be a you know you're not going to get you're not going to get major league ready ace material out of Craig Kimbrell no. in a trade. You're not going to get that. But if you can trade him for Mike Fultonevich, if you can trade him for Mike Miner, and I'm going to say one other one. All right. And with the with the Cubs bullpen being solid as it is right now, if you can trade Craig Kimbrell to the Diamondbacks and pick up Madison Bumgarner, mm. I'd do that in a fucking second. I mean, I like Madison Bumgarner. Don't I get me wrong. I would do that in a second. Now that that just me, that's me hypothetically saying. I got that's, you. Just, that's just me hypothetically saying. Now, I would love to see Madison Bumgarner here in a Cub uniform. At age 31, two-time World Series MVP. Yeah. yeah can get I remember you those in. World Series, man. Where oh, he would, my what, Lord. What Could he you do? imagine he three, three games imagine in one that? World Series, right? Didn't he yeah. start three games? Yeah. yeah. That was nuts. Three games, three games, one World Series, and a relief appearance and a save. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Right, he, uh, I mean, if, you he, can, if you can find something like that. All right. If you can, like Mike fulton he's saucing like a 3-6 right now, a 3-7. All right, if you can find somebody like Mike Miner from Kansas City who saw some roughly the same, all right, that's the type of guy that you need. What you don't need is a 5-5 guy, a guy going out there and saucing a 5-5 like Jake Arrieta has been. Right. You know what I mean? You don't need that. Zach Davies is finally starting to come into a comfort groove here with the Cubs, and it's like, okay, cool, cool, we can do this. You know, let's just be Zach Davies. Figure out what you got to do. Right. But the, the, another thing that I want to say about this Cubs team too, Angelo, is they're playing up to their competition, and they're I was also just going down I wanted, to their competition. So that is true, but really, they, what they, you want to see is them beat the good teams, right? Beat the Dodgers, swept right. the Mets, yeah, swept the just now swept the Padres. Mm-hmm. So All they're, right. they're I, mean, I believe I heard um, on Twitter. I think Cap posted like one of those recap videos that the Cubs are nine and zero against playoff caliber the teams that would be in the playoffs right now right to this point they're nine and oh right that's what you want to see right it's i i haven't looked at the white Sox, but i know that there was talk like well yeah the white Sox are doing well but they're not beating these good teams like when you can only play who's on your schedule but when you beat the good teams it just highlights some it, you know it stands out a little bit more right no it, it's going to be one of those things where it's this this team has to structure and see what the hell they have here. Kyle right. Hendricks, like I said, all right, he's been better. Do you? They need a lefty starter. Like they they really need a lefty starter. I miss John Lester so fucking much. It's not even funny. Yeah, I, I really mean, do. he wouldn't. I don't think he would be that much of like a plus to have on this team right now. We talked about this a couple weeks ago, right? You know, but. Yeah, a left-handed starter, that would be really nice. I, I think it's really going to be interesting to see because do you think you can sign guys like Chris Bryant? Can you sign Javi? Can you sign Rizzo? Contreras has one year left, right? Yeah. What are you going to do with all these guys? They cried poor all off season, right? And now you have three key guys, four really, that are the – 
core group of guys that the plan was to blow up this season, right? Trade Bryant. If you can't re-sign Javi, he's got to go. But now you're in first place. So do you? who do you – I'll ask you this. Of Javi, Chris Bryant, and Contreras, who should – I posted it on Twitter earlier. Who should the Cubs prioritize going forward? Well, that's a tricky question, man. That's that's a tough question for me because honestly, undoubtedly, Willis Contreras is hands down the best catcher in the National League outside yeah. of Buster Posey. All right, and Buster Posey's pretty much playing first base at this point. I mean, that's that's where his predominant position is nowadays. All right, he's playing a, a legit first base, but and and Chris Bryant, it's a contract year, and he's doing this in a contract year. Yep. So what's to say that he's not going to fade out and just, you know, do his own thing? That's tough, man. That's tough. Isn't it kind of bogus, though, that all these players, like, contract yeah, here, everybody, well, everybody I mean, wants to we, be great. It, but... Well, that's the thing, too, Angelo. It's not something that we didn't know that was going to happen. Right. We knew it was going to happen. It was, it was adamant that we knew, as Cub fans, that we knew that this shit was going to happen, where mm-hmm. you're going to have to pay Rizzo, Bryant, Baez, Willie Contreras. Those things were already set in stone. Right. We talked about this six months ago. Right. You know, when we were talking about, okay, Chris Bryant's going to demand this much money. And I told you before that I still believe you can get Javi and Contreras for the same general area of money that you would have to pay Chris Bryant to stay. And to me, if you can get those two players for the price of the one player, I would rather have Javi and Contreras. That's so just me. If, if, if it was me, if it was me, I would much rather go Javi or I would much go, I would much rather go Javi and Bryant. Honestly, only because of the fact that Bryant has showed himself that he can play multiple positions. Right. He can, he can play third base, first base, outfield. He is a guy that you can put in there, and he can do his thing. He's had right. one bad year. If you look at the guy's stats, he has had one bad year. And that's I know we, be- we got so spoiled when he first came up. You know, right. rookie of the year. You know, World Series, and then MVP. You know, so when he's not at that caliber of a player, we automatically are like, man, he's washed up. He's garbage. Right. But I mean, you're right. Technically, he's only had one. Significant one bad, bad year, right. one bad year, and it was last year. All right, other than that, the back of the baseball card still reads 29 homers, 28 homers, 100 RBIs, so on. And I so hate forth. that saying so Bryant, much. Bryant is, le- I'm, I, but it's legit though, mm-hmm. and he, he's getting he, like he does the job right now. The guy's got a three, four, five, he's the only fucking three, four, five guy on the Cubs with BA on base and slugging OPS. Mm-hmm. All right, and his OPS is over a thousand. I mean, come on, man. He's the only guy in the Cubs that's worth a shit right now. Right. So that's that's what I was gonna say, right? Him, Chris him has and been Patrick fucking him and Patrick uh what's his nuts? Williams, is that his name? No, no. no. Patrick Williams is the guy in the Bulls. That's right. Patrick Wisdom. Wisdom. I knew it was a W. Whatever. The Cubs <laughs> got so many guys injured, they're bringing up so many random players right now. And you know, that's another thing I want to talk about too. All this bullshit about the Sox be like, oh, we're injured, we're injured, we're injured. 
Eat a bag of dicks. Dude. Careful. Cubs, I know Fred's watching. Have, He's commenting the, on Facebook right now. <laughs> the Cubs are super <laughs> injured, man, between True. Jason Hayward and, you know, uh, who else? Who else is injured here? Come on. Help me out. Help me out. Help me out. Uh, Hayward, Warner. Hayward. Um, who's that guy? Mariznick. He's hurt. Jake, well, Jake, well, nah, he doesn't matter. Hey, he was he's playing just, okay, though. Nah, he's just he a guy. Jake Mariznick's just a feeling. I'm just glad he's off the Cardinals finally to where he doesn't fucking kill the Cardinals all the time. But here's what you know, you said he's just a filling guy, right? But a lot of these filling guys have become guys that have generated some type of momentum on offense. Agreed, right? Chubbs. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, Chubbs is my duty. He always watches this. Chubbs is a pain in the dick. He drives yeah. me nuts. I yeah. like Chubbs, but he drives me fucking nuts. Well, I mean, it's kind of like me, right? I you like me, but I drive you nuts. It's yeah, it's like I do, Alan. I do love Chubbs. I it's do like Alan. Chubbs. He, he drives me nuts. He brings all up the time. great. He he brings up great arguments, and that's why I do like Chubbs. Right now, now, like I said, a lot of these guys that are the you know the the filler guys have been generating, you know these these little like you said last week these uh, what you call them um, not big plays small ball right small ball it's this yep. small ball. Base hit here, a double here. That's what this Cubs offense has been doing. We're right. so used to the boomer bust, and right now they're they're playing that small ball. They're they're looking to just get on base. The pit, the approach of the pit plate is so much different than it was even earlier on in the season. Right. They're they're more patient. It's it's crazy how six weeks ago we were on a completely different trajectory, and now all of a sudden. This Cubs team is in first place in their division. A bad division, yes, but well, I mean, I, okay. So let's talk about that really quick before we take it. Well, let's let's get into yeah, that before yeah. we take a break. All right, let's no, let's we, take a break. Why don't we come right back now. to it? Yeah, yeah, guys, real quick. This is a quick little spot from our guys over at Nick and Ivy Brewing Company down in downtown Lockport. These guys are the best. And in a couple weeks, they are going to they are going to be releasing the Fat Mike beer, and I'm super excited to have this. I cannot wait to go down there. We're not going to do a show down there during the release day, but we are going to come out, uh, come on out and party and everybody's first round will be on me. So make sure you guys come on out and have a good time and drink the first fat Mike beer. It's going to be awesome. And this is a quick word from our sponsor. So here we go. Hello, this is Paul from Nick and Ivy Brewing Company. We are located at 1026 South State Street in historic downtown Lockport, Illinois. We are very excited to be partnering up with the Fat Mike Chicago Sports Show as well as the 1252 brand because we are one of the few Chicagoland breweries that embrace sports and sports culture. Come in for a fresh brewed beer made right here in Lockport while catching the game of your favorite team. Stay for the live music that we have booked every weekend or just come for a cozy atmosphere to enjoy a good conversation with a friend, loved one, or complete stranger. Nick and Ivy makes you feel right at home no matter what the occasion is. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook by searching for Nick and Ivy Brewing Company. Visit our website for our up-to-date tap list or to go shopping on our online store at nickivybrewing.com. That's N-I-K-I-V-Y brewing.com. Come in today for a fresh brewed beer born and raised in Lockport, Illinois. All right, and that's a quick word from our guys over at Nick and Ivy Brewing Company. And now we're back here, Angelo. What you just said there kind of kind of rubbed me raw a little bit, kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Because everybody what, it's a bad like, division? Yeah, the bad division, bad division. Well, okay, the Sox are in first place, and look at that. Right, they have a bad division too. 
That's a terrible it's probably division. worse than the, than the Cubs division. So yeah, it's no, it is statistically worse than the Cubs division. They only have one other team in that division that's over five hundred. So technically, the Cubs division is a harder division. I mean, statistically and technically, statistically, you're right. All right, it's a tougher division than the White Sox division with Detroit, the Royals, the Indians, blah blah blah. blah. I mean, so I like I don't want to hear that argument from Sox fans. I mean, listen, I'm not a Sox fan, guys. You're not. I, I will give you guys credit where credit's due, all right. But I'm not going to sit here and and tug on you guys because it's that's not that's not what I that's not what I am. Yeah, the Sox are playing good ball, all right. But their division is bullshit. The, the Royals suck. The Detroit Tigers are fucking terrible. All they right. are. They are terrible. The Minnesota Twins can't fucking seem to put it together at all this year. So if the Sox do not win this division this year, it is an epic fuck up. Plain that's, and simple. If the that, Sox do true. not win the AL Central this year, it is a complete fuck up on the Sox part. Yeah. But they have the almighty uh, Tony Larusa as their manager. So listen, I'm, I'm sailing the right way. I'm going to say the same thing. I, I Listen, I may not agree with Tony LaRusso's aspect on things, but the guy does do a good job on getting guys on, getting them over, and getting them in. And he's one of the – he is honestly the only manager that I see taking risks like that in the AL, and it shows because, look, his fucking team is what, – what, how many games above 500? Eight games above 500 right now? The White Sox, yeah, they're – they the White Sox currently, as it stands, they got rained out today. They are thirty three and twenty two, so they are nine games above five hundred. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. The Cubs after today are thirty two and twenty three, so they're only one game back of the White Sox. With all that star studded talent that the White Sox have, with all that great pitching, with Lucas Giolito and Lance Lynn and Dylan Cease and all that other good shit that they have, and Liam Hendricks and blah 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 blah. blah the Cubs team with Zach Davies, with Kyle Hendricks, with guys that cannot fucking throw 93 miles an hour and a, a, a bullpen that we thought was dog shit at the beginning of the year, they're only one game back of the Chicago White Sox right now, and that's something to be said. Now, go ahead, Angela. I'm sorry. I was just – I'm looking at the, the run differential for this White Sox team. It's crazy. They're plus 80. Yeah, and listen, the only like, team that they're behind is San Diego right now, and they're a plus 81. And, and both those teams, and the Cubs just broke out the fucking right. rooms on the San Diego yep. Padres, baby. I mean, it's true though. How many home runs have the Sox? Hit? I feel like they they haven't really hit a lot of home runs this year as much as like last year. I feel like they were hitting the ball out all the time. I'm I'm gonna look it up. So go ahead and continue well, talking. Yeah, no, Tarbills, there Tarbills, right? Yeah, you're right, Chubbs. I'm sorry. That is 11 games, not nine. Well, Matt's not my strong suit, okay? That's why we're then. here and not yeah. scientists somewhere. That, that's why I'm not a mathematician. My math is Chubbs. terrible. That's why I'm not a scientist. Well, I'm not a mathematician, Chubbs. That makes sense. All right. You dickhead. Yeah, Chubbs. Yeah, Chubbs. You dickhead. <laughs> All right. No, but like legit, though. Like, uh, like Tarbo, Tarbo asked in the chat, right? Okay. Can this Cubs team keep this level of consistency the rest of the year? It's possible. So, well, let's. But We've seen this, to, from, this Cubs, from this core before, right? They'll play well, and then as soon as they make it to the playoffs, it all goes to shit, right? Yeah, and I think uh, uh, that question is 
That dude, that question is hung on on so many different aspects right. of what the Chicago Cubs team is right now, to be honest with you. Can they keep it up? Yeah, for sure. But can the Cubs find money to get these fucking guys paid? Because if before the deadline, like that's a big, hazy, dark, shitty cloud yeah. over this Cubs team right now. You know what's gonna just- really prove it's this next series that's coming up, right? They're playing San Francisco, which Four is gamer. played in really San well. Fran. Right. And then they have San Diego again in San Diego, though. So yep. if they can and I think if they will see Darvish on that stint. And so that'll be interesting also, right? If they can somehow find a way to win five of those games on that road trip, then you can really start to talk about, okay, this team is serious. This team is for real, I think. Well, I mean, the, the thing is this, man, is if, okay, they they have this next seven-game stretch here. Yeah, like you said, it's four against the San, or four against San Fran, three against San Diego, all out in California. And they, I think they come back home here for St. Louis, if I'm not mistaken. They do, yep. All right. this These next 11 games or whatever it is, these next 10 games are big, big games for the yeah. Cubs. It's a big right. month. San Fran is, is – San Fran, who, who would have ever thought that they'd be in the position that they're in right now, to be honest with you? Yep. I didn't think so. They don't have anybody on that fucking team. Nope. All right. And then the, the Padres, we are definitely going to run into Darvish. And then the Cardinals, we're definitely going to run into, uh, again, a division rival, of course. Duh, that's a no-fucking-brainer. All right. That continues to, like – they're just a thorn in our side every single year, this team. But like what he just said, what, what, what we were just kind of going to here, that dark cloud, man, it, it's a big thing. If they can come out of this thing, like you just said, above 500, they mm-hmm. can win six of the next 10 in this next span against the Giants, against mm-hmm. the Padres, and against the Cardinals. It's like you got to start thinking about it. Like what can you do to get in here? Because Honestly, I tell you right they now. Split five and- if they win five, that's that's no. even impressive. You gotta you gotta come out of this if you if you're for real, if the Cubs are for real right now, they gotta come out of this next 10 games above 500. Yeah. That's when I'll seriously start taking I mean, listen, this series against the Padres was awesome. They faced Lamette, they they faced um Weathers, and they faced who was the other shithead that they faced uh a couple days ago? Paddock, Chris Paddock. Yeah. All right. That's who they faced. They faced the back end of the Padres rotation. Won't well, come up. Cubs here. also took on the Dodgers too and took out yep. their no, best pitching, dude, listen, which is crazy because the it. Cubs usually suck against dominant pitching. I get it, man. I, I do. I, I hear you. I'm all in on that. I get it. They swept the Mets. They beat up on the Dodgers. Mm-hmm. They just beat up on the Cardinals. They just now swept the Padres. I'm in on that. We just touched on that. But this neck, the, these next ten games are huge for the Chicago Cubs. Yeah, this is going to be the real deal. If, if I'm going to be buying Cubs Kool Aid, it's over this next. It's over this next ten games. Yeah, I because mean, they're they're right. going to now with the St. Louis Cardinals fucking flattery going out. This is huge, man. This is huge. Yeah, they and, have a chance to make some good. Uh, uh, I don't even care if it's nicely. one game. It just go six and four. You go six and four. I'm fucking. I'm buying in, dude. I'm buying in. I'm all in. I'm all in on this shit. This is kind of turned into a cup show, but I'm all in. All right, like literally, I am all in. If they go six and four, I, I, uh, but I they agree. need to get healthy. This Cubs team is hurt. 
They are banged up. Anthony Rizzo needs to fucking figure out his back. We got to have you know, Jason Hayward. As, uh, listen, I love not having Jason Hayward grounded into fucking double plays every two innings. All right, it's fantastic. It's a great thing not seeing him out there. All right, right. It's been it's been wonderful. All right, but you got you got to go over this. What did Chubb say? I sort of agree on go, agree going five hundred on the road, and when winning sixty percent of your home games is good enough to win the World Series worthy. We don't need to sweep to be proven for real on the road. No, you're right. You're right. definitely right, Chubbs. You don't need to be. You don't need to sweep. All right, but if you come out of this series out of ten games. All right, if you come out of 10 games, if you come out six and four or seven and three, the entire power rankings change. And then now Jed Hoyer is forced. He's forced to be like, all right, fuck. Now right. what? I and, didn't expect this. And we just shopped off fucking who the guy who's in favor right now to win the NL Cy Young to the fucking Padres for crying out loud. Imagine if Could they you had imagine him, if they That's had fucking you Darvish right now. Holy Shit, dude! I'd be on the hype. Dar- oh, I'd be fucking woo wooing all day, dude. If they had I, Darvish, would you at this point say that they're if they were where they're at now with Darvish, would they be a contender to go deep into the playoffs? If they had Hugh Darvish right now, and Hugh Darvish was putting up the numbers that they are putting up currently, that he's putting up currently, and that the Cubs are putting up currently, they would. They'd be fucking. They'd be three more games. They they would be three more games ahead in the standings. Yeah, I would say Hugh Darvish right now, the way he's been pitching, would give you three more wins yeah, instead of three more losses. Like, yeah. and that's legit. That's yeah. legit. I think. Uh, I think right now the Cubs need to work <laughs> on separation from this division. Right? We talk about the Sox are separating themselves in their division. The yep. Cubs need to do the same, right? If the division is that weak, okay, you've taken over first place, but now it's time to separate yourself from the Cardinals, from the Brewers, and really show that, okay, we're serious. We want to take over this division. And by doing that, then I think it's easier to buy in. But if you're bat- if you're jumping around this one game above, half game above, it's hard to, like, as a fan, at least to jump and be like, "Hey, I'm all in. Let's let's you know try to bring in pieces to to push in the playoffs," because you might not even win the division if you're only a half game up. I want to see them get a nice three, four, four game lead in the division. I think would be would be excellent to at least then start the discussion of, okay, maybe we'll start bringing pieces in instead of shipping pieces out. You know, right. So no, and like that's a like I just want to see this team continue to play good, man. In both sides of the town, both teams are playing really good. And it, it it's it's awesome, dude. It, it's it's exciting. I haven't seen this since what what year was it when both teams were in first place? What was it, 2015? Yeah. And then the Sox shit the bed towards the later half of the year. All right, it's been it's been a good thing. And our, our guy here, Angelo Camacho Jr. That's my dad. That your dad says the next 21 games, the Cubs need to go two and three games over 500. Most games are road games West Coast twice, Cardinals, Brewers, Mets, New York. The Mets are banged up. They yep. have the most fucking starters. And again, uh, uh, let me tell you guys, I fucking hate, I hate New York sports teams, guys. He does. I hate them with a passion. If you I followed us all football season, you know. New York should be a testing ground for nuclear warheads. I swear to God, I hate that entire fucking state. 
All right, but honestly, if you can come back and beat up the, beat up on the Mets, which shouldn't be a problem because the whole NL East is a shit show right now, even with the right. Braves, the Mets, the Marlins, that entire division is trash, pit, just trash. That shouldn't be a problem. But you got the Cardinals here, flattery going down helps. The Brewers, always a thorn in the Cubs side. They always play them tough. They have Yelich decent is- pitching, but they can't hit. Yelich is back, but I just I just seen earlier today that Lorenzo Cain is back on the IL. It's it's a yeah. mess, man. Right now is the time to gain your ground. Right, you yep. got to gain your ground. So if they can come out of this a little bit ahead, like I said, this these next ten games, seven and three, six and four, just don't go five hundred. Don't go five hundred. Five hundred is like it's just like it's like it's like a wet fart. Now. Watch them go. 500, below. 500 is like a wet I'm fart. I'm not going to speak it into existence. No, I'm no. Gonna... I'm, I'm, let's speak it. In, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a wet fart. It's like a fart <laughs> you don't trust. You got a, you got a little touch of the flu. You, you don't trust it to begin with, but you go and force it on out and you shit your pants. All right. Let's hope that, that doesn't happen on this road trip. Exa- that's exactly what I'm saying. You force because, it out, you shit your pants a little bit, and the day's ruined. Because next week, this time, we could be having a completely different conversation. Next week, I that's can be That's the thing breaking. about baseball, though, right? Because <laughs> you play so many games in a week span, like the highs and lows of the season, it's what makes baseball so great because you can follow it all year, and you could be miserable one week and uh, to the moon the next. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So and I want to touch on a few more key points before we start talking White Sox here, Angelo. Before we start talking White Sox, there's going to be another quick little break. But I want to say this, all right? Ian Happ is possibly the weakest link on this fucking Cubs team. I don't know about that. He is absolutely terrible. I, I've been I have watched Cubs games every day this year. Every time they play, they're on. Every time I listen, they're every time they play, I'm listening or I'm watching. I bought the MLB package Ian just Happ, to watch dude, Cubs games this year. Angelo, Ian Happ hasn't had one productive out all fucking year. He's not even batting his body weight. That happened all last right. uh was it last he, year too? He's been sent down not yeah. once, not twice, but three times back down to the minor leagues to figure out what the fuck he's got going on. Yep. Maybe if he starts wor- stops worrying about fucking coffee and hitting the fucking baseball, maybe it'd be a different story. I am so sick of watching Ian Happ in a Cubs uniform. It's not even fucking funny. Get this fucking guy out of here. He is not helping you at all. And I understand. I get it. The Cubs are decimated with injuries right now. I get it. And you got to play somebody. But for the love of fucking God, play Alcantara. Play somebody. Fuck, throw my fat ass out in the middle of center field. I don't know. Right. I don't Dude, know if you can cover the ground that they need you to cover. I, I, I guarantee you I can hit better than a buck 90. Well, are you hitting? Two. Yeah, I'm just – I don't know how, how your defensive – Prowess would be out in center field. I That's guarantee a lot of you. I guarantee you, I can hit better than a dollar ninety-two. Probably, yeah. And I guarantee you that I can have a productive out, whether it be drawing a walk or. So. I watched that fucking turd today. The only reason he got an RBI today is because he he hit the ball hard somewhere. Finally, finally, he hit the ball hard somewhere. But Ian Happ is the weakest link on this Cubs team. And that's over the guys they brought up, Alcantara, 
Ortega, J, uh, Pajama Higgins. I call him Pajiggins. Pajiggins, I like it. Pajiggins. PJ you should Higgins. get a big one onesie with his face, just like pajama onesie. Oh, dude, I'm telling over. you. I'm going to get okay. you that for Christmas. I get it. Uh, Chubbs is chiming in. He's like, Ian Happ's OPS is 660. Whoop-de-fucking-do. I do not care about new stats. What have you done for me lately? And that fucking guy hasn't done a goddamn thing. Fuck that dude. Sit his ass on the pine or send him back down because he is a worthless pile of dog shit. And you know dog shit. I do know dog shit. That's right. Speaking they of, how's been, that how's that injury doing? You doing better? Yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, I got okay. oh yeah, I got bit by a dog last week, guys. I'm good. Yeah, we know that you showed everybody last week. Oh, did I? Yeah. Yeah. It was gross. It was gross. It was my, gross. Lips, my kidneys are hanging out of me. My lungs are hanging out of me. No, I'm all good. No, but honestly, I'm so sick of watching Ian Hap, dude. My dad, my dad and I, we talk about this every single morning. And he's like, he's like, yeah, he's like, fucking Ian Happ fucking sucks. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, dad, I know. I'm like, this guy, he's like, he hasn't made a productive. And he's right. He has not had a he has not had a productive out all year, Angelo. Yeah. All year. I'm so sick of this. It's <clears throat> I'd much rather have guy on guy on first and guy on first and second with no outs and have fucking Jason Hayward ground into a double play to move the runner over to third base. Than have fucking Ian Half bat. That's rough. I mean, that's how bad he is. Dude. I mean, what do you think? What do you think about Ian Half? I don't know, man. Because I feel like there's been so much shuffling around that the poor guy hasn't really had a chance for like consistency. You know what I mean? But at the same time, you see guys like Nico Horner come up and do what he was doing before he got injured. You know, all these plug and play guys right now are producing. I think you might be right. It might be time to look at the real possibility he could be like an Albert Elmora type of guy where he's just not – except Elmora was at least decent in the outfield. You know what I mean? Elmora could hit. Righties. Uh, yeah. Ian Happ couldn't hit fucking water if he fell out of a boat. <laughs> yeah, his boat would be in the fucking driveway or something. He'd fall on a gravel. Uh you know, it's uh, I like having Chubbs in finally because him and I don't agree on a lot of Bears stuff. Mm-hmm. But the last 10 games, here we go. Ian Happ's last 10 games have been horrific. His slugging percentage is terrible lately, and his on-base percentage is also terrible. I think he's close to getting sent back down. Chubbs, if you get sent back down again, bro, you let's leave hope. Him and down. If he gets sent back down just again, leave, dude, bro. it's time to cut ties. Yeah, you just what leave. the fuck are we doing here? We kept on the Felix PA for fuck's sake for how many years without sending his dumb ass down? Are you kidding me? Felix, Joe Mather, we kept on to his fucking dumb ass without sending him down. Matt Merton, we kept on to his fucking broke dick ass without sending him down. Why is this guy on the fucking major league roster? Get somebody uh, – it has to be strictly because of injury. That or he's yeah. blowing David Ross before every game to start. Honestly, there's no other There's no other reason. That's it. You guys heard it here first. Breaking. Breaking news. Ian Happ gives blowjobs before the game to earn a spot in the starting lineup. Right. And I, honestly, I've hit up Ian Happ. I don't know how many times to talk to him about coming on the show. I don't want the fucking guy on the show because I'm going to be like, why do you suck, bro? Why can't you hit the fucking baseball and give a productive out? Why can't you hit a pop fly to fucking force in a run? 
Why can't you lay down a bunt? Why can't you hit opposite way? Maybe Why can't you just, Maybe the pressure is just too much for the poor oh, guy. Bullshit. Pressure my balls. See that guy's out there like Nicky Madrigal, fucking Mr. Two Strikes out there hitting the shit out of the ball, getting every productive out known. It's like, this is bullshit. So. So we talked Cubs for 45 minutes, which is insane. <coughs> yeah. Yeah, we, yeah. I would like to chat a little about my number one favorite Chicago sports team. Well, we gotta get a, we gotta we gotta touch base on a lot, on the White Sox here. So really, I mean, quick, do we though? Do we? We do. We do because the White Sox, we really didn't. Listen, talk we gotta talk about the White Sox, man, because they're playing really good ball too. So how about this? How about we go to a commercial or a promo? Yeah, and I like while that. we're there, we let the chat decide if we should talk Bears or White Sox. <laughs> All right, guys, a quick little word from our guys <laughs> from the Jonathan Darren team over at Coldwell Baker Real Estate Group. Out in Homer Glen. These guys are awesome. I cannot wait to use these guys again to find my new home after Megan and I get married. It's yeah, just remember amazing. it needs a good basement so that I can a basement, backyard, you know, garage with a beer fridge, pool. I need the whole nine. But yeah, here we go, guys. The Jonathan Duranty. Hi, I'm Jonathan Darren, licensed real estate broker with Cobble Banker Real Estate Group in Homer Glen. Are you looking to buy or sell? Have you been disappointed in the past? The Jonathan Darren team with Cobble Banker Real Estate Group focuses on providing you with a concierge level of service during the process of buying or selling. We are a service-oriented team with a fresh and professional approach to selling real estate. Our goal is to combine knowledge, skills, and passion to exceed our clients' expectations, and most of all, we truly care. We are a knowledgeable real estate team focused on offering expertise and innovative solutions for our clients. The Jonathan Darren team has five full-service real estate brokers and a dedicated full-time marketer servicing all of Chicagoland. We will customize a detailed plan around your timeline for a sale, purchase, investment, estate, or other needs. Real estate transactions can be stressful, but don't need to be. Let us handle it for you. Visit our website, homesbyjdt.com, or call 708-308-1938 today. Expect better in real estate. Choose the Jonathan Darren team. All right. Now was a quick little word from our guys over the Jonathan Darren team. Those guys are absolutely awesome, guys. Make sure you guys, if you guys are in the area, he goes all over in Illinois, all over Indiana. He is the man. Give him a call over there. He's the best. But all right, Angelo, let's see here, man. We got to talk. We uh, we got two. We got two bears here. So I think that's where we go. I say, God. hey, White Sox had their time on on our shows the last few weeks with the Larusa BS and the the three zero home run. I'm done with that for right now. We could talk White Sox next week. Let's talk about what happened today. The Bears are back in town, baby. Justin Bears, Fields, QB one. Bears. Bears. Who is it? The Bears. The Bears. The Bears. The Bears. The Bears. The Bears. No, we're not doing that no more. Remember, yeah, we're no more. I'm Bears. so sick of that dub bear shit. But yeah, no, I mean it's gonna be. All I know is I got breaking news. I'm not gonna lie. That's one of my favorite things that Cap and J Hood do. I laugh every fucking time. Every time. Breaking news. Bad, fat, bad, Mike, bad, bad. fat Mike is going to Cleveland. Nobody goes on to Cleveland on vacation. I ain't never heard fat, nobody say, I'm going to go to Cleveland on vacation. But Fat Mike is. Fat Mike is going to Cleveland on vacation because I am going September 24th through the 29th to watch our Chicago Bears take on the Cleveland Browns. 
I cannot wait to go and do that. It's going to be a great time. I'm going with a bunch of cool buddies of mine. It's going to be a great time. And not only that, but Fat Mike is also going on Halloween. I'm going to be a Halloweeny on Bear on Bear Sunday. I'm going to dress up like a like a Bears guy. I'm going to dress up like Brian Urlacher. And I'm going to go out there and watch them take on San Francisco 49ers. It's going to be you a great would clearly time. be Urlacher post or pre-hair transplant. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, definitely. Pre-transplant Brian Urlacher. Yeah. Yeah. I'll never forget the first time I drove to the city after he got he was the face of that but bro his face was everywhere all over the place Brian Locker with hair 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 that dude couldn't stop talking about how good his hair looked I'm gonna do it dude I think I'm gonna do it I think I'm gonna I'm gonna I sh- I already shaved the beard all right I already shaved the beard next week I'm gonna come out here with hair like Angelo fucking locks are flowing just fucking doing it I gotta lie man my hair actually it's on point today. It's but yeah, no, okay. So let, let's talk some bears here, man. Because breaking news earlier this week was Justin Fields is going to have a legitimate chance. Yep. On earning a start, the earning the starting spot in camp. So Angelo, how do you, what what is your feeling on this? How do you feel about this? I feel you have zero future with Andy Dalton. I feel Justin Fields is the future. They say he needs experience. Why even waste time with Andy Dalton? Best way to gain experience is to play NFL football, period. Right? That's what they always say. Football shape is different than offseason shape. Taking the reps, live games, week one is where he should be. If he struggles, hey, we as Bear fans have to realize that might happen and just accept that fact because I would rather him learn this year and come out even better next year they have to deal with the bullshit of Andy Dalton playing five games and being terrible. And then, you know, maybe we'll play fields and, oh, well, he's struggling, so we're going to put Dalton back. I don't want that carousel. I just want fields to jump in, QB1, week one, boom. See, okay, the thing that I want to see is this, okay? I don't want to see the same bullshit that we had with Mike Glennon, Mitch Trubisky. Mitch Trubisky or fucking the other turd sandwich, Nick Foles that we had. I don't want to see the the back and forth bullshit. Okay, that's what I don't want to see. All I want to see is somebody win the fucking job. Okay, if Andy Dalton, okay, if Andy Dalton is exceptionally better than Justin Fields out of camp, start him. If if, if you really think that he is the best chance to win the football games. Start him, okay? You got to win. But if Justin Fields comes out here and blows away Andy Dalton, if you don't start this kid, if all the reports say that this kid is unbelievable, you got to do this, you got to start this guy, do what you got to do. If he, if that's the report coming out of camp, if you don't start him, I will go fucking apeshit. So I will go apeshit because this kid has the opportunity of a lifetime right now. Andy Dalton isn't dick dude right Andy Dalton is a fucking turd sandwich and nothing against Andy Dalton but guess how many playoff wins Justin Fields has guess how many playoff wins Andy Dalton has? oh oh I know the answer to this it's Go both ahead. the same zero the same. fucking zero right Andy Dalton, you, you're sitting there calling you're calling Andy Dalton you know a, a veteran 
Okay, that's fine. Yeah, okay, is he veteran? Yeah, has he played the NFL game before? Yes, of course. He's a journeyman. He's That's a, what he is. Exactly. He's a journeyman. Right. He's a guy that's got yeah, the he, shit kicked out of him yes. for fucking 12 years and never won a playoff game. So what is the big hesitation on not starting Justin Fields week one? Right. Get this fucking kid in there. Let him see the speed of the game and let him play. I would rather go 0-16 with Justin Fields learning yep. the fucking yep. – or only, I'm sorry, 0 and 17. Well, let's face it, you'll go 2 and 15 because you'll beat the Lions twice. Because that the defense is good shit. enough to, to win right. two games. Well, the, well, this fucking you and I and fucking nine of our other buddies are good enough to fucking blow over the Detroit Lions defense. Who are we True. kidding? All right, but legit, if if they if they can go out there and go 2 and 15, okay, with Justin Fields, give that kid the experience. Because it's only going to help him. Everybody remembers Peyton Manning, 28 interceptions his first year. 28 interceptions as a rookie. Right. You remember that? Because I and do. He's, right. And he he's ends arguably up, he's a one of the greatest champion. quarterbacks of right. all Going to be in the Hall of Fame. My thought process is this. Like I said about the future, right? You have these young wide receivers, right? Darnell Mooney. I know Newsom got hurt, but they're expecting him back for the start of the season. And you have this this young O-line, some of these young O-linemen, a young quarterback. Why waste time with developing some kind of chemistry? Right. Throw them in there. Let them play together. Because if you wait till week eight, week nine, yeah, you're going to still – but you don't know what injuries are going to be there, right? Right. I, why not just – shit, it's fresh. Throw these guys out there. Let them build the chemistry on the fly this season to carry that into next season. Because in reality, do we think the Bears are, are – even if they made the playoffs this year, are they doing anything in the playoffs? It's the same conversation as the Cubs, the except Cubs, the Cubs right. are a little brighter. But I don't. I don't think the Bears are going to do anything in the playoffs if they get there. So right. why not just let this kid get the reps in this season with these young receivers? Because as much as I wish Allen Robinson would return – we got to be realistic here. Darnell Mooney will probably end up being QB1 next season, right? Don't you want that chemistry to be there between him and Justin Fields? Oh, well, when, yeah, you're, when you're really ready to make that push to the playoffs? Well, definitely. And I think, I think with, uh, you know, the whole thing with Allen Robbins, I think that has changed since you actually moved up and grabbed a fucking quarter, a legit right. fucking quarterback. Allen Robinson is going, depending on this year, Allen Robinson is definitely going to want to be like, all right, let's weigh my options here. Aaron Rodgers may be out of Green Bay. Yep. All right. I'm not. We're not going to touch on that. I don't want to talk about it. It's only going to fucking irritate. Derail this show. It'll derail the. It'll it'll completely derail the show. All right. But he may be out of. He may may possibly be out of Green Bay. Okay, fine. So you got to go up against Jared Goff, Kirk Cousins. Or Kellen Mond. Exactly. That's a fucking shit sandwich with mustard, buddy. Those three quarterbacks right there. Justin Fields has the potential to bring this team to the promised land and win the fucking division again. All right. And if you can do that, if you can, Allen Robinson has to be like, boom, dude, I finally got a fucking quarterback. After yeah. dealing with Blake Bortles, after dealing with, you know, Mitch Trubisky, after dealing with fucking Nick Foles. And Mike Glennon and these other two shitheads that I've dealt with, I legitimately have a quarterback right now. Who was Robinson's uh, college quarterback? 
Wasn't he some shitty quarterback too? Where did Allen Robinson come out of Penn State, right? Yeah. I don't remember. Somebody in the chat knows. I they got to. Where's Allen? Chubbs, yeah, where's where's Allen Chubbs? always Allen has at? some some BS knowledge that helps us out in these situations. But I know that it was a bad quarterback, right? So like you're like you're talking, like you have the ability to take over this division with a quarterback that many believe should have been the second quarterback picked in the draft this right. year. So right. I'm it's trying. gonna be interesting, man. This Bears team is gonna be a lot of fun. And I, I hope Justin Fields does come out there. I hope he does come out there and win that fucking spot. Because it's only gonna make every single Chicago Bears fan fucking hype mode, dude. Everybody's gonna be like boom, ba 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 fucking hanging out, doing their thing, getting all hypey, getting all ready to rock and roll for this upcoming season. Even if they suck, even if they suck, they're gonna be like, dude, did you see what Justin Fields did last week? Because that's the type of in- we're not going in here like like we were with Mitch Trubisky, where it's like this guy's the savior of the Bears. All right, like right. And Mitch Trubisky couldn't. <laughs> he is exactly like Ian Happ. He fucking sucks, guys. All right, he fucking sucks. All right, but no, you got this. You got this perfect fucking thing here in Justin Fields. He has the the. Um, the experience underneath his belt right? of what it takes to be a good quarterback. And now he's coming in here. Obviously, I mean, what, Matt Nagy was sitting there fucking pawing at this dude zipper for two years watching yep. this guy. Yep. All right? So, obviously, Matt Nagy likes this guy a lot. If Matt Nagy likes him, okay, he liked, he liked Patrick Mahomes. I'm not making that bridge comparison to either of them. You know All the right? Bears are a plus 300 to win the division next year? Well, you better bet on it, and you better bet on Mike Ditka scoring four touchdowns next year because it's well, going to happen, baby. Hold on. This is what I'm saying, right? The only reason I could oh, see the Bears. Oh, Jesus. Oh, good Lord. Matt McGloin and Christian Hackenberg. That's that's what I'm talking about. He has about. never had a legitimate quarterback no, throw him the right. ball. The dude is is overdue Thanks, for, some, for some good quarterback competition, good quarterback uh, you know, on his side here because he's watched guys like – Devontae Adams and his division go crazy, right? You know, you're watching guys like Russell Wilson have MVP caliber seasons, and you're looking over here at at the at the center with with Mitch Trubisky under center, and you're like, ah, this sucks. <laughs> I'd much rather see Mitchell Trubisky underneath a semi. That's mean. The no, guy cleaned not. the locker rooms, man. Come on. It's- so do fucking janitors, and you don't see them starting quarterback for the Chicago Bears. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I, I personally, I think this kid's going to be good. I, ha- I we talked about this when we did the draft. Show. It was it right. felt different, right? It didn't feel like the Bears were trying to outsmart everybody. It felt like holy shit, everything fell in place for this to happen for the Bears to have a shot at this kid who. Many projected. Some even thought he was better than Trevor Lawrence. Right. Listen, on my quarterback rankings, you and I were talking about this pre-draft. I remember you and I talking about this. And I think Zach Wilson's a fucking turd sandwich. And I am so happy that the Bears didn't try to trade and grab that fucking Allen guy. was hyped on Zach right. Wilson. I think, I think Zach Wilson is a fucking bum. And you're going to figure him out real quick. You watch. Mark my words, Zach Wilson is a fucking dumpster fire, 
As a fellow headband guy, I, I, I'm not on the Zach Wilson okay. train. But listen, I had Justin Fields as my number two overall rated quarterback. That's legit. You and I were talking about yep. that before the draft. All right. And the only thing – I was not happy. I'm not going to lie. I wasn't happy that the Bears moved up to grab him. That's that's publicly known at this point. I wasn't a ha- I wasn't happy. Okay. Yes. Only true. because the Bears didn't have anything solidified on the O line to protect him. It is nothing, absolutely zero, against Justin Fields. That I literally had the fucking guy on my number two big board, Angelo. You witnessed this, dude. Like mm-hmm. we were talking about it for two weeks before this. All right. But I, I, it just it bothered me. But the the thing that made him. I mean, it got me hard. Like I took a fucking, like I took a blue chew. All right, I took a blue chew and a, I snorted a Viagra. All right, it got me fucking rock hard. Was when they got out and got when they went out and got my fucking boy at left tackle. All Tevin right, Jenkins. Tevin Jenkins. When they when when they ended up grabbing him and then going out and grabbing Larry Borum, who's a top three defender in pass defense, the pop top three. Defender and pass offensive protection. That's a mouthful. That's amazing, is what that is. That's amazing. Yeah, right. And, and the thing about Jenkins is Tevin Jenkins thought, is going to swap the Bears shit out were of a lot of people this him. year. Right. Many thought the Bears were going to go with him at 20, right? So to be able to move up. And I would have been cool with that. Right. Would cool it, everybody would have been. I think the thing that fucked me over the most was the wait between first round and second round. Yeah. I think that's why I was so upset. You know what I mean? I was like, fuck, now what are the Bears going to do? Right. They fucked up and didn't take an old lineman. You know what I mean? Right. And that's what the draft is. They got lucky, man. This draft is a a draft that the Bears, sometimes sports, you need that luck aspect. And they got their quarterback, right? They needed to protect him. And the guy that they were projected to take in the first round still fell to them in the second round. Right. That's luck. That's, That's sometimes what you need. Mind blowing. It kind of reminds me of like those old school Cowboys drafts where you're yeah. able to get Michael Irvin and Emmett Smith. Or it's like, what the fuck just happened here? You know. But listen, I love Tevin Jenkins, man. I love the pick of Larry Borum. I love this this new um, the fuck is his name? They just signed him to four years today. It's announced. What's his name? Um, the Hawaiian dude, the defensive tackle that they got. They signed him. Uh, they signed him to a four-year deal today. They inked him. He's a badass. But Tevin Jenkins and Justin Fields, you gotta protect this kid. You have an asset here, and that's what I'm saying. If you can protect Justin Fields, then why not start this fucking kid week one? Because you know what? It's the 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 arrow is nothing but up. The arrow right. is nothing but up. Right. Right. Like you said, Mike. I just wanted to be honest. Right. If if Justin Fields is better than Andy Dalton. The team's going to know. The players are going to know. Right. Right. The wide oh, receivers are know. Right. I don't the want them to be like. Be devised. The locker Mark my words, that fucking locker room will be devised immediately. Right. You don't want, and that's one thing you don't want to happen. You don't want to have it where Matt Nagy is feeling like, well, I have to start Dalton because of QB1 all over social media. Well, we promised Dalton he was going to be the starter. But like, if Justin Fields is the guy, Justin Fields is the guy, man. Look right. at what happened in, in Seattle, right? Everybody compares it to that when Matt Flynn came from the the Packers and Russell Wilson was drafted in the third round. 
that guaranteed him this money, but Russell Wilson was better. And that's what I think is going to happen with the Chicago team. I just hope that Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy are able to be honest with themselves and start him if he's actually better than Dalton. Right. So now with the, with this rumor coming out that now he he legitimately has a chance that it's going to be a competition, okay, there is no fucking doubt in my mind that Matt Nagy knows what he has. Right. 100%. 100%. I mean, there is no doubt in my mind that's like, okay, Justin Fields, I've seen what this kid's doing in the offense, uh, in the rookie OTAs. This kid's going to be our starter. He's right. going to be our fucking starter week one, and I'm pumped. I am fucking pumped. When he talks about the quarterback position, it's kind of like – I'm not really good with analogies, so I'm going to try to throw this out there, and if it makes sense, I hope it does. But, like, you say, you know, hey, I like this car. This is the car we're buying, Andy Dalton. But then all of a sudden you see this deal on a – flashier newer car right about like, a 1982 oh, delorean so that could take you into the future right but like so you're like okay well i i got this one that i said was going to be the one but i want to talk and drive the other one more because that's what it's like in his press conferences he talks about justin fields all the time and then he like has to like and he like catches himself and he's like oh shit i mean well, you know, Andy is doing this and helping with that. And I like that he has red hair. It's fiery, you know, like, like, <laughs> shut up, man. Everybody knows that Justin, everybody in the city of Chicago wants Justin Fields to start. There is nobody who wants Andy Dalton to start. I remember how pissed off the fan base was. Listen, I was okay. Okay, if the Bears didn't grab Justin Fields, I was okay with starting Andy Dalton over fucking Nick Foles. Let's 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 rewind a little bit here, Angelo. All mm-hmm. right, I, when they grabbed Andy Dalton, there's no shit that I'd much rather have him be QB one over fucking Nick Foles. All right, yeah. all right, because going into that I, draft, I didn't think they would. I, I didn't think they were going to sniff Justin Fields. Right, nobody did. All right, nobody right. did. I, I mean, I think honestly, I think Vince did. Vince, Vince? over. At, I think Vince did. Vince over at Turtles takes. I think he sniffed that out, but mm-hmm. I didn't believe that that was a possibility. Okay, so if you go on out there with Andy Dalton as your opening quarterback, there's worse quarterbacks in the NFL that you could have starting for your team first and foremost. Right. And if you and your draft went out and got the biggest, baddest old lineman, the biggest, baddest fucking D lineman, whatever the fit you needed to fit your team. Okay, fine. They could still reel out fucking eight wins with Andy Dalton. Whoopty fucking do. But, but shit where does changes. that get you? Shit changes. Right. Okay. And now you have Justin Fields. And now a kid to learn underneath the tutelage of Andy Dalton. All right. Underneath everything that what Andy Dalton has learned, besides, you know, obviously winning a fucking playoff game. All right. But, you know, because that hasn't fucking happened. All right. You know, because he can't teach him how to do that because he's never fucking won one himself. All right. But right. if you can teach him how to be a professional, if you can teach him how to hold his head and teach him the speed of the game and help him read defenses and help him read coverages and stuff like that, it goes a long, long way. I think this kid has, especially to me, when you're looking for a quarterback, he could have all this, you know, the the arm. Like look at Cutler, right? Cutler had the arm. Everybody always talked about it, the potential, potential, potential. But Fields has – 
the mindset. He has that. I don't think, uh, you know, I'm not worried about pressure because I expect myself to be great. That's the type of quarterback that should run this team. Right. A guy who's going to come in there. He's not going to take bullshit. He knows he's good. He's going to go out there and be good. And that's what I want is for him to just go take the fucking train. What do you have to lose? Right. Right. You have nothing to lose. There is no expectations in this season. Right. All right. Okay. Before all this shit goes down, because I'm still adamant that Aaron Rodgers is somehow, some way going to come back to the Green Bay Packers and beat the shit out of the Bears twice this year. Forgive me. I'm sorry. I'm not a fucking Packer fan. It's just the, it's just the, it's just how it fucking happens every single year. Okay. It's how it happens every right. year. You're right. But okay. So, and what I'm saying is this. There is absolutely zero to lose this year. There is zero expectation on this Bears team right now. And that's me being a fucking diehard fucking Bear fan. I have zero expectation for this team this year. What I want to see is I want to see the growth in the movement of the fucking football with Justin Fields under center. That's what the fuck I want to see. That's all this season needs to be about. I want to see this. I want to see Matt Nagy be like, all right, listen, my job's in the line. This motherfucker is starting quarterback. Let's figure this kid out and let's do what we got to do to prepare this kid for the fucking future of the Chicago Bears franchise. That's what the fuck I want to see. And if they don't do it, then Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace should be on their fucking ass and out of town. And that's okay. So I wanted to say that right there. What you said, Matt Nagy has to worry about his job, right? But the the ownership needs to to see if Matt Nagy knows what he's doing as a coach. It's oh, we've all talked about this. Well, was it Mitch or was it Nagy? Was it the play calling or the quarterback? You got well. Here right. you go. You have your quarterback, right? Justin Fields is the guy that Matt Nagy wanted. You need to know if he's the coach for this kid for this team going forward. You can't pussyfoot around hurting Andy Dalton's feelings just to start him six games this year. Right. Get Justin Fields out there so you can see if your coach knows what he's doing with a guy that has basically all the weapons and tools that Matt Nagy needs to run this offense. And everybody's thinking that he doesn't have the fucking tools. I mean, listen, you still got – you right now you have Allen Robinson. You have Adam uh, – I was was going to say Adam Shaheen. Shaheen. Oh, good lord. Cole Komet, the two touchdowns a game guy. That's my guy. All right, you have Allen Robinson. You have Cole Komet. You have Darnell Mooney. You have David Montgomery. You have a healthy, healthy. What? uh, uh, What's his name? The little guy, little little dude, little running back. Oh, Tariq Cohen. Cohen. You got a little, (laughs) a little guy, the little guy. guy. This guy, this guy. You know who I'm talking about. You have a healthy team coming back. You have a defense that's healthy coming back. Robert right. Quinn, it was said that he had a fucked up foot. There has been denied reports. There's been confirmed reports. Who knows? All I know is that if that fucking guy doesn't do anything this year, chop him on the fucking block, get him the fuck out of here. All right? All right. But they, you have a healthy team. Right. What the fuck? What are you going to hurt if you start Justin Fields? Right. What are we, you going to hurt, Angel? There, there's nothing. nothing that you can hurt. Right. But so now why if you not wait play till this week six. Guy? If and oh, Chubbs brings six. a good point, too. Eddie Goldman is back. Right. Your defense is back. Akeem Hicks, that fucking cupcake, if that guy can never can fucking stay healthy. All right, I love I, – I don't give a flying frog's fat green ass. I'll call it out to him right now. All right. He is that, kind of he is kind of sensitive. 
<laughs> sensitive right. and softer than a pile and of that's not that shit. bad yo my son right. is a sensitive kid but like you're right like sometimes he's a little bit too in his own emotions I'm not even worried about his fucking emotions. I'm I am. He, I think he's high headed. His emotions. I, can I give think a he's fuck a hot head on emotions. the field. I could give a fuck about his emotions. I just want to see his ass stay healthy. Yeah. Because right? that guy's always the last three seasons. That guy has missed games. Stay fucking healthy. You're right. supposed to be a tough guy. You're supposed to be. You're supposed to be getting. You're supposed to be demanding the double team to free up Khalil Mack, and you haven't done dick since we've gotten Khalil Mack. Now, so that that's a whole nother topic, right? Is the defense they didn't show up for now? For, well, now with Eddie Goldman this, coming right? back, you have Eddie Goldman, you have Akeem Hicks in the middle. It should free up your fucking rushers with a Khalil Mack, with Robert Quinn. It should be able you should be able to do what the fuck you want yeah. to do on defense. You're right. All right, all right. But if if Akeem Hicks is uh, what is I'm I'm going to quote our guy that we're going to go on out on Monday. We're going out June fifth, guys, really quick. We're going June 5th from 3 to 8 over at Mongo McMichael's Bar out in Romeoville to help support Mongo and his ALS. Get your asses on out there. $20 recommended donation. It's not mandatory. It's recommended to help Mongo out with his ALS journey. Um, but what Mongo McMichael calls Akeem Hicks, he calls him Muffin Top because he's softer than a pile of puppy shit. And I agree with Mongo 110%. He is fucking soft. If he can't stay healthy, then why the fuck is he on this team with all right. this money under contract? At this point, the guy's 31 years old. You can shop off that fucking $9 million that you're paying that turd all right, and fucking free up something to where you can grab something on the free agent wire. What are we doing here? You have no, Eddie, you're Eddie right. Goldman coming back. You have Eddie Goldman coming back, who was a, who was a consistent – consistent double man covered guy because he was a fucking beast in the middle. He was. All right. He was a beast in the middle. So what the fuck do you need Akeem Hicks for? If Akeem Hicks isn't drawing a double team to free up Khalil Mack and to free up Robert Quinn and to free up whoever other line or to free up uh, Roquan, then why the fuck are, why the fuck are you here? Right. And, and so let me clarify what I said, because when I said that he's emotional in his chest, I meant like, I've seen this dude, get himself so just like heated that he makes stupid penalties. And that oh, hurts yeah, your team, right? That's what I was talking about. Like the dude just does dumb stuff from time to time, can't stay healthy. You end up becoming a liability for your team, right? You don't you don't need that, especially with a young offense that's trying to hold its own so that you don't have to do all the work all the time. Right. No, I agree. I 100% agree, man. But Eddie Goldman, and Chubbs brings up a good point here too. Eddie Goldman will push the pocket back in the center and help Robert Quinn, who takes over, who takes wide angles. That's right. That's exactly what I was saying before you sent that. You have no idea how much Eddie Goldman helps out the Chicago Bears defense, man. You have no idea. Yeah. The one thing I'm worried about, okay. The one thing I'm worried about is missing Kyle Fuller. I'll say it. I'm going to be missing Kyle Fuller. But Kyle Fuller is completely reliant on the on defensive line. I I was just he, gonna say that he's one hundred percent completely reliant on the defensive line mm -hmm. to create pressure for him to make a play. Right, right. We've That's seen what he, that. He right. We've seen that for two years now. Yep. Yeah. Right, the, the what in twenty eighteen he had a fucking ball out year. Well, so did the so the defensive line. All right? right. They were all over quarterbacks. They were on quarterbacks like stink on shit. All right. They were all over those guys. And Kyle Fuller had a very very productive year. How many interceptions did he have last year? Exactly. I don't know how many. Two. I think it's one. All I'm right. pretty sure he had one interception last year. 
I, I and I listen, man. I hope I hope that Jalen Johnson can keep up to it. I was worried about drafting him. I'm not gonna lie. I said it last year too. All right, I was worried about drafting Jalen Johnson because all those injuries that he had on those shoulders. I was worried that he was a little too banged up. But last year he played pretty good. He got burnt on a few plays. Rookie mistakes. I get it. Hopefully he turned. He hopefully he turns the other cheek. He was like, all right, listen. I learned from getting burned. I now know what the fuck to do. I now know how to cover your number one receiver and shut him the fuck down. I now know how to take that better angle to break up a pass. I now know how to read the quarterback's eyes and judge when I'm getting punked. You know, that's what I right. want to see out of Jalen Johnson. That's what I want to see. That's the big step this year. And I know he's got that chip on his shoulder, too, to come into this year. Mm-hmm. I know he's that guy where it's like, dude, fuck this. It's now time for me to prove that I'm a number one cornerback. Yeah. Do it well, then. I, I agree. I think he's after one year, it's put up or shut up time. We need a number one corner. You fucking solidify it. You do go out and you go do it. Right. So Kyle Fuller did only have one interception last year, tied for 94th in oh, the yeah. NFL. That's great. That's my best. So but again, like you said, that was because he's relying, he's relying on the defensive line, and the defensive line was not good last year. No. Mac played, you know, there's rumor Mac played through a bunch of injuries. He's been playing through injuries. Robert Quinn gave you absolutely nothing except for the very first play he played. I think he got a sack, and then that was kind of it. Goldman and Hicks are are really the anchors to that line where you draw all the attention in. Even hell, man. If Robert Quinn can stay healthy, you got Mac, you got Hicks, you got Goldman. Quinn should have a fucking Pro Bowl year. Hopefully. You know, he should have nobody on him. They're double right. teaming Mac. They're double teaming Goldman. Like, there's only so many bodies on an offensive line. Right. right. So. Real quick, before we start diving into more Bears talk, I want to give a quick word out to our guy, Mark Berardi and Associates out in Homer Glen. Real estate is hot right now, guys. And If you need an attorney to handle this, Mark Berardi does this all day long. Just straight shooter, no fancy language, just straight point. He does real estate, planning, trusts, wills, power of attorney, probate. Great reviews, has a big team supporting him, and they just they're just regular down-to-earth people, guys, normal and real as he is. You will not be disappointed if you go with him. He's located out in Homer Glen in New Lenox, and he handles real estate all over Illinois. He, like I said, he's located in Homer Glen, New Lenox, and he handles real estate all over Illinois. There is no place too far. So give him a call today at 708 942 30. Again, that's 708-942-8030. And here's a quick little word from him, and I love this, guys. I think you guys are going Call to, Mark too. Mark Berardi, the best fucking lawyer in town. And there it is. How awesome is that? Call Mark Berardi, the best fucking lawyer in town. Boom. A quick little word from our guy, Mark Berardi. He is the best, guys. Give him a yell. He he's he's unbelievable, man. I can't wait to it's it's this guy's gonna help me out dramatically. He's already helped out 12 to 10 fold. The guy's the man, he's great. So give him a yell. But yeah, back so on the Chicago got, Bears talk, man. Right. We got about nine minutes left of the show. 
I do want to remind everybody, oh go, te- go check out the Twitch channel. Go get on uh, YouTube. Like, subscribe, hit the notification button. You know, we love, especially in the comments, like we see a ton of the YouTube and Twitch comments so fast. The the Facebook ones, right. not all of them get through to us. So get to the YouTube. Right. And, get eventually, on and eventually, Angela, let's talk to them. Eventually, the Twitch and YouTube are going to be take precedence. We're going to be right. cutting out the Facebook stuff. So make sure you guys right. are coming on the YouTube and the face and uh, and the Twitch because Twitch. we're definitely going to be cutting out the Facebook stuff. We want you guys here because it's easier this way. It's a lot easier. Yeah. That way we can see who's all engaging with us, who's talking shit about Angela's bandana, who's talking shit about nobody my, should be talking, talking shit about, about my stupid bandanas. little goatee. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I want to. I want to have fun with you guys, so make sure you guys are all in here with the Twitch and the YouTube. Go ahead, Angela. I'm sorry. Well, no, nobody should talk shit about my bandanas because, I mean, nobody should, talk shit. nobody should talk shit about my bandanas because my bandanas are super cool. But they, they are. Bandanas. They are super cool. They're super cool. Don't be hating. Don't be but, yeah, hating. so Twitch is uh, – you just go to twitch.tv slash 1252sportschicago, and you'll be able to follow us. So, yeah. Yeah, we are intended for mature audiences. Yeah, so, so don't have your kids listen to us because we talk about like we're. No, we don't need to. Yeah, yeah. I don't let my kid watch, so That's a good thing. I wouldn't let your kids watch. That's just. Oh, me. I would definitely let your kids watch because I don't give a fuck about your kids. <laughs> uh, but yeah, honest, anyways, I give no shits about your kids. I give no shits. Can we talk? I know we just jumped into into. Bears and and we talked a lot about Justin Field and Andy Dalton. Yeah, the defense. I mean, we kind of hit every nail on that head. I, there is one thing, and if you allow me some time to rant, go for it about LeBron James pussy. and this pussy. NBA LeBron first James round is a pussy because I can I, I will never say LeBron James is a fantastic humanitarian. He's a fantastic human. What he does for the kids in Akron all over the, you know, it's awesome, right? Yes. But when it comes to basketball, is he the greatest player right now? No. No. Was he? Yes. I won't take that away from him. He'll never be better than Michael Jordan, period. But right now, he's not even the best player on his own team. We saw that last night. I know, Mike, you don't like the NBA, so this is just me ranting. No, it's, it's, not, it's not just that I don't like the NBA. It's that I fucking hate LeBron James. Yeah. I hate LeBron James, the passion and fire of a thousand sons. Fuck that, dude. Now, ironically, like ironically, the Suns are going to win that series, so it, it works out perfectly. This will be All the right, first time in his LeBron career James, dude. that he's going to lose in the first round. Like, what he did last night, you want walking to talk off about, like a fucking... walking off the court, right? This whole series has just been a highlight of how mentally either drained or soft he has become. I'm not going to say he was always like that because he's had some dominant playoff performances. First off, there's a difference. I don't think he's soft. I think he's a fucking sore loser. I agree, hundred percent. All right, I'm not saying LeBron James is soft. All right, but what I am saying is that he is a fucking tremendously sore loser. Mm-hmm. All right. <clears throat> and not only that, but like the way that I'm trying to 
fold this in and rumple it into how much he's a pussy on the court. And I can't uh, find it. The fact I can't that find a bridge. That I, he got pulled in the eye and spent 20 minutes on the ground. And like, like two days prior, a pitcher got hit in the fucking face with a 94 right. mile an hour fastball and spent 26 seconds on the ground. And LeBron James spends 80 seconds on the ground. It's gushing the blood. Like gushing blood. Looked like somebody turned a water faucet Dude, on from his nose. LeBron, man, I said this up. once before, Angelo. LeBron James is the person that ruined the NBA for me. Yeah, legit. You don't like well, him. I do. I fucking hate LeBron James. I have never felt so much hate towards a, a professional athlete in my entire life more than I feel for LeBron James. So, Sean I, Avery. Do you know who Sean Avery is? Sean Avery was a defenseman for the New York Rangers. He would purposely go out and fucking elbow people in the face, in the temple, and, and he was a jagoff. I hated that guy. I'd much rather have Sean Avery on the fucking Blackhawks right now than LeBron James on the Bulls. I fucking hate LeBron James, dude. I do too. But here's another topic that I had talked about last night with Alan. Um, Damian Lillard, man. That poor dude putting up outrageous outrageous Killing numbers it. on a team that just does not feel like ever building around him. If I was him, I would demand a trade. I know I don't think he will because he doesn't want to rub Portland fans the wrong way. But like I told Alan, if any sport is the sport to do it, it's the NBA. That's a player's right. league. You demand a trade, you're going to get traded. The Bulls, they can offer – Kobe White, Lowry Markinen, a couple first rounders, get Dame Lillard there. Then you got Lillard, Levine, Vooch. That's a big three. I I think could compete pretty much against anybody. And you have all those three pieces in kind of like key pieces on a court. A point guard, you got yourself a small forward, and you got yourself a center. To me personally, those are the three biggest areas when you're trying to make that playoff run. You've seen it last night when the Suns dominated the Lakers when Anthony Davis was out. You throw a big body with a guy who can facilitate and score like Damian Lillard. I don't know. Call me hopeful, but I, I would love to see Dame playing in. Uh, yeah, no, in fuck it. I would love to see Damian Lillard in a, in a bull uniform. That'd be awesome. I just. Listen, I, I've been watching. I've been watching the playoffs. I've been kind of getting into it over at Paul's place, hanging out down there, watching it. You know, my buddy David down there, my buddy David, my bartender, my guy. I love David. David's good people. All right, but he, he he's a big basketball guy, and we've been watching the basketball game. And I keep on telling him how much I hate LeBron James. He's like, "All right, Mike, here's another beer. Just shut up." All right, Mike, here's another beer. Just shut up. And it's like, no, but you don't understand how much I hate LeBron James. I agree, man. Like. The, the the bullshit that he's pulled, I get it. His body is 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 getting beat up, right? But no, it's not. But it it's is not. It's I mean, not. It is, Sit there and fucking tell me that Michael Jordan wasn't beat up. That's get different, the, though. No, it's not. Where was it's Jordan not. at LeBron's age? That, I'm not. Don't make me. Do not turn this thing into me defending LeBron James, please. Okay, because fine. I do where was not where was Kobe's that. where was the this is gonna be bad. But where was Kobe's body? You know, just the the just the the difference in defense alone in the NBA from the time Kobe played to LeBron has been playing. 
Well, right. And look at what happened Wesley. with Kobe in his last don't, game, right? I don't even make the comparison. And her, he pulled his Achilles and still went out and shot two free throws so that he wouldn't, if he felt better, he could come back in that game. LeBron's you know? a bitch, dude. Fuck LeBron. He is. I agree. Ba- Basketball-wise, I I don't know how anybody watching this series can ever say Michael Jordan and LeBron James are even close. If you uh, that, that's that's the thing I was telling David too. It's like you got to stop comparing Michael Jordan and LeBron James. It's not even a fucking comparison. No. Nope. If you want to compare, if you want to compare, uh, sorry guys, my dogs are going ape shit. If you, if you want to compare LeBron James and Larry Bird. I'd say Magic Johnson is a good comparison. LeBron has that that pass yeah. first mentality. That's always who he's been. A facilitator. I can see that. So I can see that. But if you want to, if you want to see like a comparison on scoring, right. LeBron James, Larry Bird, I, I I could see that. I, okay, cool. But do not compare him to Michael Jordan. He will it's never, not even fucking close. He could he win six titles, and he will still. Never be Michael Jordan. He can wear six. He can wear. He can win six titles in a row right now, and he will never I, be as good as Jordan. Well, I mean, it, people would definitely have an argument, but realistically, that won't happen. We know that. But well, even you if because you know how those six titles will be won. Hey, hey, Kyrie. Hey, KD. What are you guys doing? You guys want to join my team? Okay, cool. Let's win some championships. That I mean, that's that's kind of who he is, though. That's exactly who he is. When Michael so, Jordan's like, hey, if you don't want to fucking pass the ball, you can get the fuck out of here. Right. Jordan to take control. LeBron can't. He just can't. It's a sad, sad thing, man. It's a sad I just sad wanted thing. to shit to, to get that off my chest at the end of the show. Right. Real quick, guys, before we end the show, we got another quick sponsor from our guys over at White Oak Farms. These guys are absolutely unbelievable. This is actually where I'm getting married on September 4th. I cannot wait. If you That's guys want to crash. If you guys want to crash the party, come and crash the party. It's going to be a lot of fun. But uh, it's it's a beautiful place out in Michigan City, Indiana. Our, our friend Rebecca over there has been nothing but beautiful and amazing towards Megan and I. And I, I cannot wait for this day. I really cannot to where it's just fucking over and done with, to be honest with you. I'm tired of prepping for this fucking thing. But no, White Oak, Farms out, White Oak Farm venue out in Michigan City, Indiana. Michigan City, Indiana. And here's a quick word from these guys. Honey, will you marry me? Yes, yes, yes! Let's get out of here. Come to Indiana's premier venue. Come to the farm. Come see all the wildlife. Come to White Oak Farm Venue in Michigan City, Indiana. Come to our 80-acre sanctuary right off I-94 in Michigan City, Indiana. Come see all we have to offer from two brand-new Amish-built barns with climate control. Come see the ponds with beautiful waterfalls, meadows and wildflowers, and so much more. Come see our secluded venue. After you enter our private road, you'll be in your own world away from it all, with outdoor ceremony spaces, wood-fired pizza ovens, and lots of fresh air. Come enjoy Northwest Indiana's premier wedding venue, where you gather with your family and friends. Stretch your legs and enjoy the most memorable day of your life. Visit White Oak Farm Venue at whiteoakfarmvenue.com or on Facebook slash Instagram. All right, and that's a quick little word from our guys over at White Oak Farm. I cannot wait to get married, guys. 
I didn't mean to sound like a shithead there. I really can't wait just to where this stuff is all over and done with. But it's it's legit, Angelo. I'm stressing the fuck out about it, man. I, I it's know. stressful. It's stressful between That's dog bites, between dog bites and wedding stuff. I don't know what the fuck to do anymore, Angelo. I mean, I'm not on the wedding hype train, so like I don't understand what you're going through. Maybe one day I'll decide to hop aboard the wedding hype train, take a trip down to wherever you go after that, divorce lane, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, probably. probably <laughs> I'm not saying you. I'm just saying oh, no, no, where, it's, where, it's my train, where my train would lead. But no, divorce is definitely going to happen between Megan and I. It's already, it's, it's already panned out. Like, yeah, we've already talked about it. It's going to happen. It's gonna. It's definitely gonna. And we're gonna. We're okay with it. Hey, that's what's up. You guys are on it. No, <laughs> okay with it. It's but fine. Real, before we jet, Mike, why don't we tell everybody, remind them where they can find you? Yes, and you. Yeah, go for it. I'll go first. Then, you want? Go ahead. Good. All right. So y'all watching? Most of you guys follow me on Twitter, um, but you can find me Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all those places. All you gotta do is search. All one word, lowercase, sport court AC. That's it. Easy. Done. You can find me, guys, at, at Fat Mike Chicago. All one word. Plain and simple. I'm on Instagram because I don't know how to work it. But I am on Twitter and I'm on Facebook as well. You type in Fat Mike, you guys will find me real quick. And not only that, but we, we also have some really kick-ass shows coming up this week, Angelo. We got we got Turtles Takes coming up coming up on Friday with uh, Vince, Vince uh, Mucci. And Angelo, uh, Jesus Christ, with Vince Mucci and Andrew Tarbill. Oh, God. I almost called him Andrew Lou. A- Andrew Lou. Andrew Andrew Maybe Lou. me and Tarbill should do a show called Andrew Lou. Andrew like, Lou. What the hell is going on? Andrew Lou. Yeah, no, but like uh, Turtles Takes on Friday night, 7 o'clock, with Vince Mucci and Andrew Tarbill. It's going to be a great show. I don't know what they have planned, so keep looking on your Facebooks. Keep looking on your Twitter feeds. I'm sure something is going to be great with those guys. Those we guys have, have special ex- guests. Those guys are absolutely awesome. They're they're fantastic. And then not only that, but uh, Grobson and Schuster Express on Sunday nights, and a brand new uh, uh, Fred Fred's Hubner's Hubes Views and Brews on Monday nights coming for you guys. All before we come back to you guys next week on Wednesday. Next week we have a big show planned for you guys. And don't forget, guys, really quick, one more time. I want to say this one more time because it's important to me, okay? This Saturday, June 5th, from 3 to 8 at Mongo McMichael's out in Romeoville is a support thing, for is a support benefit for Mongo McMichael. Um, it's it's $20 recommended at the door. It's it's Like I said, guys, that's, that's the in parentheses, guys, $20 recommended. You guys don't have to pay anything, but it, it does help. It goes straight to Mongo to help us no, battle. It's twenty dollars. Go, go, pay twenty dollars and have a good yeah. time. Yeah, I mean, go, come on in, come have fun. There's going to be a bunch of people there. I've talked to a bunch of people in Chicago sports-related media that are going to be there as well. Please make sure you guys are there. Try to help out. Try to help Mongo. I mean, this ALS. I mean, it just so happens that today's ALS Day as well, and it's a fucking shit show, man. ALS is. It's just such a terrible thing. Terrible, terrible thing. Yeah, but, it's, um, uh, it's it's shitty. It's awesome that Mongo has the support of so many people, man, to help him fight through this, you know, help right. him, his family, 
you know, at least cover some of these expenses because, right. you know, I, I, I don't know a lot about the disease itself, but I do know that it's very costly. Um, so I've been in talks with Alan. We were talking about possibly trying to go down there. Um, also on Saturday, I got to see, you know, if work work permits me to, to get some free time to leave a little early right. to get down there. I'd love to make it down, hang out with you, hang out with the guys. Um, but yeah, definitely go go check it out, man. You can find it on Facebook. Mike shares it all over on his Facebook. I share right. it. Alan, Fred, all the guys share it. So so definitely go check it out. Yeah, definitely. Come on out and have some fun, guys. They got great food there. They got a bunch of great select variety of beer as, as well as hard liquor. So come on out, have a few drinks, and so just support just support Mongo. Just support my. I mean, he's done a, he's done enough in our community and to to help every single one of us in some specific way somehow some way that's how awesome i mean whether it be watching wrestling or coming out to doing charity events or horsemen baby all right to do, i mean everything i mean honestly he's helping i mean my childhood i mean everything he's also been the guy that has literally drinking me underneath the table my dad right, like, drove him around in a limousine when, hey, when so my like, dad lived he, in the city as as a professional athlete you know? as a guy that you don't expect to be that type of guy he is that type of guy he's a regular normal joe and he needs our help right now so make sure you guys are there on Saturday from 3 to 8. Mongo McMichael's out in Romeoville, Illinois. And on that note, special thank you to everybody who chimed in here tonight, everybody who came in on, on the Twitter feed, on the on the Facebook feeds, and on the Twitch channel. Thank you guys for coming in here. We really do appreciate it. Angelo, thank you for joining you. me again tonight. I appreciate it. And thank you, to our, thank you again to our sponsors, big time. Uh, Nick and Ivy Brewing Company out in Lockport, Illinois, the Jonathan Darren team. Uh, Coldwell Banker Real Estate Team on Homer Glen, Mark Berardi and Associates. Those guys help everything, guys. They can get you out of a DUI. They can buy you a home. Those are the guys that's. I'm going to be using them soon for one, one of the two. Job. For, one, for, one, <laughs> for one of the two, for sure. I'm sure. All right, and then White Oak Farm Venue. Those guys are absolutely fucking awesome. That's where I'm getting married. Go look at that place. They just sent me a. My fiance sent me a video today, man. You should see how beautiful this wedding was. It wasn't even my wedding, and it started getting me. I was like tear jerking. I was tear jerking, man. Uh, like I was like, "It's so beautiful. It's so it's so beautiful." Tear jerking. Yeah. Well, I mean, that can be meant in two ways. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know. I do. I do know it's tear jerking. Or tear -jerking. <laughs> On that note, we're out. Thanks I'm, for watching. I'm so no, sad. I, no I miss you so much. No, no, <laughs> no tear jerking other than crying. And we will uh we'll talk to you guys next Kinda week. Kind of like turducken.